1961, President John F. Kennedy inaugurated the Peace Corps as a national youth service program to share positive American values and support assistance to developing countries around the world. In that same spirit, presently, over 60 years later, City Year in Denver supports the value of education and support assistance to keep youth in school through graduation. Greetings again. I'm Adam Morgan. The impact of City Year to students has been immeasurable in lifting youth up, supporting, and mentoring so these students can realize their full potential while fully developing their personal skill sets. As members of AmeriCorps, 87% of teachers indicate City Year near-peer mentors have inspired students' academic performance, with principals of schools where they have served all very satisfied with the City Year quality of service. On this edition, we'll continue our conversation with City Year Denver Executive Director Morris Price and Development Director Chelsea Tossing. You apply. You can apply nationally um, on our website, or you can apply to choose Denver or any one of the 29 cities that we serve in. In addition to that, we have two in South Africa, two in the U.K. and one in South Africa. Yeah. But they apply. By design, 20% of our core members have a high school diploma. We want to be that space where a young person says, before I go to college or decide what I want to do, I need a gap year. Sure. Another 80% have a college degree or an advanced degree. So this year we have about six core members who have a high school diploma. We have a young man who already has his master's degree and has a job with a corporate partner when he finishes. So they are close enough in proximity where they can relate to the student but not so much that they can't say, you know what, here's a different perspective from someone who's a little older, had a little more life experience than you have. Yeah, yeah. They still have a saying with drum and bugle chords of kids age out. So you have the same thing where you you get to be 29, you're going to be 30, like, sorry, you know. Well, 25, when the Corps members, it's a year of service. That's why we remind people it's not a job, it's a year of service. Is it like AmeriCorps? It is. So we were the impetus for AmeriCorps. We are part of the AmeriCorps family. We're Ameri- AmeriCorps program. Sure. City Years AmeriCorps, we just focus on English and math literacy and after school programs. But our core members themselves do a year of service and they receive a stipend. It's $14,000 a year. So they make life happen on that stipend. And in some regards, folks think it's challenging. Our core members understand sometimes what these families are going through. They're not living on a high salary, going back to plush homes. They understand mm-hmm. when kids come home and talk about I have a challenge with my money or we didn't get lunch. Um, They are taken care of, but they understand the world that those kids are coming from. So if they have a $14,000 a year stipend, that means they got to go find another job while they are here to help support that? Some do. Some make it work. Some have supportive family members. Yeah. Um, In Denver, although we're working on it, they they have to find housing on that stipend. And so they find ways of being a collective and support each other. Um, One of the projects we have is a, a resource pantry. Core members also often live on SNAP benefits. And so how can we help that $14,000 stipend go further? And that's where we sometimes find partners who want to donate things that just allows for a better quality of life for that core member while they're in service. Speaking of donations that can help, it's something that I never have heard of before or seen, and that's a Denver Enterprise Zone tax credit for people who donate. So that's something we're fortunate. I had to bring that, that one up because that was so unique. Please do. It's a fortune yeah. for us that in the state that recognized the value of, of, of philanthropic giving, when you give above $250, you get a, t- well, a certain dollar amount, you get a tax credit, which means for those who give, you get a tax rebate on a certain dollar amount. Your dollars go further. Yeah. And in some cases with us, when you make a donation, we have a challenge grant, which even doubles your amount. Wow. So your dollars even go even further. 
Wow. Well, I mean, that's that's one way anyone who maybe doesn't have kids and they're too old to be a near peer mentor, how they can help support you and where you're and the direction in which you are going there. I would say the other one is since this is January National Mentoring Month, um, our core members themselves have mentors. Not only are they mentoring kids, but we are engaging community members, business leaders, um, citizens who want to mentor our core members while they're here. Again, many come from out of state. And they may have someone in the community who just wants to help them acclimate to being on their own. Yeah. So you can see yourself mentoring the next set of leaders in the community who will go on to become teachers and, and lawyers and business people. Mm-hmm. And So there's a role for community just in that and, sense. And that doesn't mean that you have to open a house to them and give them a place to live at all. You know, It does mean that you spend time and, and, and help guide them the same way they're guiding the kids that they have to interface with as well. It could be very different. Some core members might just want that person to help them advise them on their next career move. We call city year lacy, your life after city year. They may want someone that they can just talk to. Not their core, not Morris the ED, not their impact manager. Who can I talk to help me understand what I'm going through as an 18-year-old being on my own or 25-year-old who's about to set my new life? Chelsea can probably say a little more because she likely had a mentor or has seen certainly her, her core members mm-hmm. have mentors and what they've done. Yeah, uh, my core members have had mentors for the past three years and um, I've seen them utilize them in all different ways. Um, one particular, particularly powerful example was um, I had a court member two years ago whose mentor worked at Lockheed Martin, and she was incredible. She came to our after-school program, and she ran an entire like mini-seminar on rockets. And I watched this one girl just absolutely light up, and she told me <laughs> afterwards, and she's like, "Miss, I'm gonna be a mechanical engineer. She's like, I'm gonna work." On I rockets love rockets too, so you yeah. know, I would so have been woman, at that one. You know, through that mentorship program, that woman not only mentored my core member and supported him, and he's he's now actually in teaching. Um, but she came to our school and you know lit up Alexa, who now wants to be a mechanical engineer, yeah. and she continued to stay involved in our after school program and it was it was really awesome to see how she was able to have that parallel impact on both our core members and our kids. You have an event coming up we do it's our idealist this business legend idealist idealist we believe in idealism, um, mm-hmm. and so we want to make sure that when we talk about recognizing um, this year's beneficiaries, our honorees um, at and t um, Mile High United Way, and our public uh, public leader award would be um, Happy Haynes for public service. Sure, those who um, hold up the, the the best parts of idealism. Um, we sometimes sound cynical when we talk about young people come here who are idealistic about change. It's not idealism to them. They believe they're going to step in and change the lives of those kids, and we want to honor that by mm-hmm. recognizing folks who are doing it at a corporate level a partnership level, and an individual uh, public service level. That's a way how corporations can get involved. Um, always, we want to recognize a way for you to support the work we're doing, which will produce not only um, um, these core members, but the next level employees. We recognize that 70% of our core members will stay in the city and county of Denver when they when they finish, and 25% go into teaching. The rest go into everything from technology to healthcare to social work. Yeah. So you can come and sponsor a table, um, and invest not only in a program that's taking care of the kids in the schools, but producing the next level of workforce for you. And this event is the uh, 21st? 21st. It's going to be held downtown at the Hyatt, 38th floor, with a spectacular view where you'll be among peer port, corporate partners and individuals, community leaders, um, nonprofit leaders who want to recognize not only the folks who are we're honoring, but also spend time with our core members and hear about their service firsthand. So they can get more information at the website. You got it? Uh, yes, they can. Um, you can go to bit.ly, B-I-T dot L-Y, 
forward slash idealist luncheon, or you can email me at C as in cat tossing as in tossing a ball at cityyear.org for more details. Now, can we also go to uh, cityyear.org slash events? Find the Denver website. It'll take you. You'll see yep. events and uh, support us and go directly to the mm-hmm. page. Um, with everything that we're hearing about youth these days having challenges, you know, youth suicide is up. Mm-hmm. Now we got the vaping thing, you know, what that's about or what's causing them to uh, do it. Do we find those types of issues are really some of the main things that are forming barriers toward kids doing academic achievement or distractions from them doing academic achievement that City Year helps them to manage? Last year was a humbling year for us because we started hearing a lot about mental health challenges. Mm-hmm. And I think from a generation where mental health means you just need to suck it up or don't worry, it's part of growing up, we recognize that the young kids in these schools have had these challenges a long time. Yeah. It's not new that you feel stressed about going to college or peer pressure. What we recognize now is our core members play an intimate role in helping people address that issue firsthand. Again, that near peer, someone to talk to. Um, we take it seriously so our core members understand it. So as opposed to saying, well, that's just a part of being a teenager. They want to hear what's going on and how do we address it. Is there a way parents, uh, maybe City Year isn't intervening in their school. Is there a way parents can either bring their kids or get their involved with City Year or try to get a, a, a peer mentor connected with them some way? Well, I think one thing we can do is um, certainly if your kids are in Denver Public Schools, um, as you choice to your school, ask mm-hmm. your principal, is City Year there? Mm-hmm. Um, the only thing stopping us from growing is the principals and the, the ability to expand our core to other schools. We're serving right now in 11 schools, um, serving um, um, impact about 4,000 students. So you have to have the principal support and, and ask you to come in? Well, principals is I, have, I have a, uh, a play in the game. Yeah. So we deploy core members on teams of uh, usually about six to eight, yeah. as high as 13, and, and the principal pays a fair share for the core member to be in the school. That's why there's an investment in DPS as part that we're there. It's not just something they take for granted. Yeah. So the principals made a conscious decision to bring us in. Um, we know for some families, if they had a city year in elementary school, middle school, they're looking for that high school where city year will be so they can continue the work. Mm-hmm. So that's one thing parents can do is find the school where city year is there and let's start supporting your child. Or, or are you giving consideration to maybe external weekend programs or something that uh, parents who may have kids in, in other schools where they could, can connect and at least get some type of mentoring, some type of connection, some type of uh, achievement lift, mm-hmm. you know. It may not be every weekend or something, but, you know, people sometimes during the summer they have camps and other times they have other things like that. You know, I'm probably saying, you know, maybe this is an expansion you talked about but haven't done yet. But I thought I would ask it anyway because we have so many parents who listen whose kids may not be able to get there, and suburban parents who's not involved at all, but they, they say, you know, my kid, kid can use that. I think that's not in our mission. I think one thing we we pride ourselves in is um, success is not what City Year does, but what we do in partnership. Yeah. Who are the other peer nonprofits out there that are doing similar work? And we can think about any number of them that our core members know about because they are serving in certain schools outside of where we serve. We certainly would be happy to talk to parents and refer them to organizations that do similar work if they're outside of DPS. What recommendations would you give to parents from the things that you've learned from the other kids, mm-hmm. how they can perhaps intervene with their kid themselves. Um, I think the same thing that works in the relationship that kids have with their city or core members is also what works with kids and parents, and that's trust, and that's openness, and that's being like willing to listen and willing to hear and um, create space for your kid. 
And yeah, every time that I've seen that happen with students and parents where they get this moment where the kid is like, wow, I really feel heard. That creates a bridge, and that bridge is the most powerful thing that you have between you and your kid. Parents are always looking for ways to support their their children, mm-hmm. and when they see mm-hmm. things or hear things that they could become a part of and they can't, yeah. they still want to find some nuggets or something that yeah. they could latch into and perhaps apply. Yeah. And, that's, and that's why I'm asking the question. So, so one of the things we do, it's interesting, one of our programs we do in the, in the schools is we have a See Right Heroes event yeah. where core members can, mm-hmm. can highlight the achievement of a young person who's done something like they read their first book or they met so many days and we it's an evening program it's, mm-hmm. it's food it's celebration and to watch a parent sit next to their child when this child gets called up say so we want to acknowledge that you know Adam is someone who's been making effort when we first met with Adam he wasn't studying now he's getting A's in math yeah. Yeah. watch the parents react when they thought that's my child when that child sits back down you've opened that door for opportunity to say I'm proud of you mm-hmm. yeah. um, that's where the trust happens one of our core members said Morris when I learned about elementary school kid is when you open that door of trust, they don't filter. They're going to let it come. Mm-hmm. Uh, imagine that the parent just sat and listened for a while and heard what was really going on in that child's life. Sure. As opposed to, here's what I want you to do. What are you going mm-hmm. through? Once that door of trust is open, and they certainly have a relationship with our core members. Many of our parents know the core members as much as they know anyone else. They have an opportunity. What's the strategy that open that door and how can I emulate it? You celebrate graduation yeah, as an event. Do. Does that mean you bring kids that you have worked with all over the district there and they have a second graduation celebrating the things not only their academic achievement Mm -hmm. but the growth that they've been able to do. I think that looks different at every school because every school just runs their models differently Um, and I think that's an incredible thing about City Year is that it's adaptive and responsive to the context of each school. We also were running banquets for um, students in sports in our after school clubs and One of our biggest attended events, we had over 300 people. It was the most parent involvement that our school had had at any event. We had over 100 parents and family members who were there at that banquet to celebrate their kid, celebrating and recognizing the progress that kids have made over the course of the year and setting them off into their summer feeling confident and competent and like they've got something to be proud of. The number of core members who say that they after a year of service, two years later, came back to the school to be there when their <laughs> kid graduated. Um, uh-huh. I, I, I left you in the ninth grade. I came back three years later, and mm-hmm. I want to be there to watch you cross the stage. That's, That's not an uncommon thing that happened. That talks about the bond those core members have with their students. Mr. Morris Price, the executive director of City Year in Denver, along with their development director, Chelsea Tossing. They have been our guest on this edition. Again, notate your calendar to support City Year for their idealist luncheon on Tuesday, January 21st at the downtown Grand Hyatt Hotel. Details online at cityyear.org slash Denver slash events. I'm Adam Morgan. Do keep in touch. Stay on your game. And we sincerely appreciate you sharing a few moments of your weekend with us.